I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Yeah. Sassy, moody, hey. nasty. Hey. Yeah. Acting stupid. What was happening? What was happening? That's what I was thinking about myself yesterday when I gave myself a slim shot right in my booty. Yeah, girl. I'm a savage, giving myself a shot in my booty. What's going on? I'm Lisa Page, and this is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. I think this is episode 43, maybe 44. I don't know. I don't know. But thank you for being here. This is a great episode today because, well, one, I feel like legit savage. I feel like I can conquer the world. I am so proud of myself that I was able to overcome my fear of giving myself uh, a shot yesterday in the ass. Like the needle was so long. It was just, it was as long as my kid's number two pencil that they're using for homeschooling. Okay. Ridiculous. Here's the deal with the slim shots. And I answered questions yesterday on Instagram. Y'all have a Google, go search B12 shot, go search a slim shot. It's basically just a cocktail of vitamins that I personally don't get on a regular basis. B12, B6, aminos, all of it. I've been doing the slim shots for two years. Somebody asked me why I do the slim shots. Lisa, you're slim. It has nothing to do with being skinny. It doesn't. It's it's basically just an injection of vitamins that I wouldn't normally get every day. And you can get a slim shot. I think it's every four days you can go back and get one. And now that I can give one to myself, like, why do I need to go to the doctor? No, just kidding. I will always go to my doctor because I love the entire staff there. They have completely changed my life. You don't even understand. You don't understand. It it was a struggle for me to lose the last 10 pounds. And um, until I went to Dr. Lopez, I was just kind of in a dark headspace for a while. I couldn't get out of it. I was feeling really discouraged. I was working out very hard and eating somewhat healthy. And I could not shake the last 10 pounds, 10, 15 pounds. And since I started going to Dr. Lopez and getting the slim shots and, you know, the progesterone and everything else, it's been great. And I've been able to maintain this weight loss for over two years now. And I'll be damned if this quarantine is going to put me back in that spot. I just refuse. I refuse. That's why I'm working out every day. I'm trying to stay consistent with my workouts. Never in a million years did I ever think that cold turkey, I would stop going to Orange Theory for good. (sighs) I've never not gone to Orange Theory for more than two days in a row, even when I'm sick, which is very rare. I get sick maybe once a year and it takes me out for a couple of days. But even by that second day, I'm already like, I got to get back in the gym. I got to get back in the gym because, you know, you work so hard. You work so hard. And it's ridiculous that you go a week without working out. And if you're not doing something in place of those workouts, if you're not moving, all of your hard work was for nothing. When you think about it, all the time that you put into building muscle and eating good and staying healthy and staying on track 90% of the time. And then you have one slice of cake. And I know, I know, I know. The scale, the number doesn't define you. Well, it freaking defines me. No, just kidding. But I do weigh myself every day to keep myself accountable. And so that's just been a tool for me. It's what's worked for me. The food journal, weighing every day, weighing in every day, getting the slim shots, all of it. Going and weighing in on the Fridays when I go get my slim shots, seeing my people at the doctors. Like I've become friends with a lot of these women outside of the office. So it's been a great experience these last couple of years. I have enjoyed buying smaller clothes. 
I know this might be like a sensitive topic to some people. I know there are some women out there that are like, it's not about the size. It's not about the number. Well, you know what? To some of us, we need to see the number. We need to see the number so we can continue on. Sorry if you're not into it. So we did the slim shot. I did the slim shot. We like you were with me. Well, you kind of were because I put it on Instagram. Giving myself the shot is just one of the many things COVID-19 has made me do. All right. So I have been keeping a list, a tally of all this stuff that would have never done. I would have never been so chill about before COVID-19. Now, the first thing, and I've talked about this before, is allowing my kids to eat in my car. I'm not an idiot. I know that eventually I'm going to have to let my kids eat in my car. Before I got my car in December, I was preaching to everybody left and right. You're not, you guys aren't eating in the car. You guys are barely going to breathe in the car. You're going to drink water in the car and that's it. That's the only liquid anything you're going to drink in the car. You're not drinking soda. You're not bringing juice in my car. I refuse to have sticky seats. The leather is beautiful. I don't want sticky seats. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And then the coronavirus pops up in our lives. When was that? Early March? Yeah. So I would say like by March 10th, we were hitting every drive-thru under the sun. Sonic, McDonald's, Starbucks for the cake pops, the frappuccinos. Yeah. So much for my big rule of not eating and drinking in the car. So that out the window. Second thing that I've noticed about myself since COVID-19 is that I am way more relaxed about my kids stepping all over my freshly vacuumed rugs with the vacuum lines, okay? Because I live for vacuum lines. I don't have any carpet downstairs. We just have throw rugs and area rugs. But upstairs, if there's one thing I could change about my house, and maybe eventually we will do this. I would love to. I would love to. It's just for the fact that putting in hardwood floors, I know is a nightmare. You got to like leave your house for 10 days. It's a mess. There's dust everywhere. I can't handle it. My, just thinking about it, my anxiety is already like skyrocketing. But one day I would love to pull up the carpet upstairs and replace it all with hardwood floors, glorious hardwood floors. But until then I am going to be vacuuming upstairs. I also just don't allow shoes upstairs. That's a rule. And now with COVID-19, nobody's letting anybody in with shoes, even if you have hardwood floors. I know all of my friends are like, nope, take your shoes off at the door. I feel like moving forward post-COVID-19, this will be the new norm. People who are usually pretty chill about letting people come into their homes with shoes on are probably not going to be as lax about it. There's a couple of my friends that I know for a fact. I just know their personalities and this is going to change the way they have people come over. Like you're going to have to ask to take your shoes off. For me personally, I don't mind taking my shoes off. And I will always ask anybody whose house I visit, do you want me to take my shoes off? Because I don't mind doing it. And I really appreciate when people ask me the same thing. I don't care if you wear your shoes inside my house, as long as they're not muddy or you didn't just, you know, step in a pile of crap. I don't really care. But if you're going upstairs to my freshly vacuumed clean carpets, you're taking your shoes off. But getting back to the original thing I started talking about, COVID-19 has made me so much more relaxed and accepting about my kids running all over my vacuum lines. Ask my sister, ask my brother. I've been like this my whole life. I'm almost 42 and I like a good vacuum line. And when you have kids, those vacuum lines disappear a lot faster. But since we've been, you know, locked in and quarantined, what the hell am I supposed to do? I mean, they're going to be upstairs. They spend a lot of time in our media room watching movies and stuff. So I can't be mad that they're walking all over my carpet lines. I know it's ridiculous. So I've been accepting of that. Totally cool. I'm proud of myself for overcoming this annoying 
trait I have and always have had. Uh, let's talk about the scooter. Yes. Last week on the podcast, or maybe it was on, on Instagram stories. I can't even remember. I feel like it's just been one big day. I don't even know what time it is half the time. I'm, I'm forever asking Alexa what the date is. One or the other, Instagram or the podcast, maybe both. I don't even know. But I was talking about an electric scooter. I needed one and I got one and I love this stupid scooter. It's amazing. It's so much fun. And if COVID-19 had never come into our lives, I'm speaking as if this was some miraculous blessing, but if it didn't happen, I would have never gotten a scooter. The kids and I have been spending so much time outside, so much time. And on the weekends when Stu's home, 90% of our days are spent in the backyard, in the pool, on the trampoline, now on scooters. Both of them have not only learned how to ride their bikes with no training wheels, but also have like totally dominated the electric scooter game. And they are really the inspiration as to why I needed to get myself a scooter. And you know what? On Sunday night, Stu ordered himself a scooter. We're going to be a scooter family. I can't wait. His is coming on Friday. So look out for some stories this weekend. We'll all be on our scooters. But getting back to the topic at hand, other things that I would have never done if COVID-19 hadn't have come and interrupted my life. Cooking is another one. This past Sunday, I made pizza stuffed chicken breasts. And the recipe, by the way, is from Dashing Dish. She was this cute little blogger I used to follow years ago. And then she came out with this cookbook that I've had for years. And I don't know, Sunday night, I was feeling a little impulsive. I'm like, let me open this up and see what I can make. And it was pretty simple. I had most of the ingredients. So why the hell not? Thank you, COVID-19. I also should mention for some of you new listeners, my husband is the only conservative vegetarian you will ever hear of or meet in your life. Uh, but me and the kids, we like chicken. Hook us up with a filet. We're down. Stu obviously doesn't eat any of that. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to make four different types of meals every night for my family. Sure. On occasion, we order pizza. I'll make a nice pasta dish. I have some really good slow cooker meals, but that requires time. <laughs> Listen to me. The slow cooker recipes require a lot of time. I've got to cut the vegetables and put it in a pot. No, for real. Um, You know, there are definitely times where we can, where we can all eat the same meal, but... If Stu had it his way, we'd be eating pasta every night or Mexican. And the carbs that I'm choosing to eat at night have zero to do with those two types of foods. My carbs is my ice cream. And more often than not, I'll have a big ass bowl of ice cream for dinner. There, I said it. I don't even care. I don't care. It's so good. This was something that was happening. This is probably the one thing that I've stuck with since way before COVID-19. Like the days of me eating ice cream for dinner go back long before the coronavirus made its way into our lives. My life has changed for the better since COVID-19. Who can really say that? <laughs> All right, let's go to a phone call. I think this is Steph from Philly. Since COVID-19, I have 100% become Pinterest mom. I never before had time to do crafts and stuff with the kids or make things. I have been doing it all. I made foam. We made sand. We baked the cake. I didn't turn my oven on for over two years. I've been cooking, baking. Um, I made rainbow pancakes yesterday morning. Like, what is that? So I just wanted to tell you that. Have a good one. Bye. That's interesting about Pinterest. I went through a Pinterest phase a few years ago, but I have been finding myself 
scrolling through boards. Mostly I'm looking for like foyer decor. I want to switch out our table in the in our foyer. So I've been trying to look for some inspo. I'm always looking for mantle inspo. I'm like, what can I buy today? What can I buy? I've never ordered so much in my life. I have to be honest. And I'm a cyber shopper till the end. Just one day last week, I had 11 packages. It just happened to be that day everything came at once. <laughs> and I'm definitely not loving that Amazon is only mailing out essential stuff ahead of all the other stuff. Like where's Ainsley's hoverboard? I know it's non-essential, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, our economy is a trash fire, but I'm willing to sacrifice by spending money. How about these ridiculous self manicures we're being forced to give ourselves? My nails look like freaking nubs. So embarrassing. I have ordered three nail products. One company, Dipsy Nails, is on my shit list because I ordered almost three weeks ago the Dipsy Nail Kit. I was so pumped to use it. As a matter of fact, they did even give me a link that's on my link tree for 20% off. Thank you, Dipsy Nails. But is this because it takes you five months to send out the orders? What the hell? I don't want your kit to come after quarantine's over and we're allowed to go back to the salons. I feel like this is where it's going. I totally feel like I'm going to get this stupid kit in July. You can take your chance on Dipsy Nails. You can still get the discount. Go ahead, but who freaking knows? When it's getting shipped, it's probably coming from China and they're probably not even sending it. <laughs> All right. Also, magic. No, it's nail magic, not magic nail. It's nail magic. So Tina, our babysitter, always has a nude or neutral color. Her nails are always beautiful. They look so good. I've never seen this woman without her nails done. I still to this day haven't. Well, anyway, just like everybody else, Tina was screwed with her powder gel or lack thereof. Her friend told her about this nail magic stuff. And if Tina's telling me she loves it and she's not going back for her manicures anymore, I'm sold. Adds to cart. <laughs> Uh, so those are the three products of which none have come in yet. Who knows? Maybe by next week I'll have an update. So there's that. Number 97 on my list of things I would have never done or discovered or tried before COVID-19. A new podcast. I listen to the same four or five podcasts every week. I don't really go around browsing. There's just so many podcasters in this space. It's overwhelming. So I stick with what I know and what I like. You know, I am a creature of habit. About seven weeks ago, maybe, I was probably placing another Stella and Dot order with Marina. And she's like, you got to listen to this podcast. These three girls are so good. They're so good. Spencer, Esther, and Wendy, and these chicks know their Instagram stuff. It's awesome. It's so good. If you're in that Instagram world and you follow a lot of these little influencers that most of us do, then you'll totally get their podcast. And what I love about these girls is when they discover a new podcast, they will totally talk it up and give it so much love. And you can tell they're not just listening to one episode. Like Esther describing my podcast yesterday when their podcast came out. It's so obvious and apparent that she didn't just listen to the trailer of my podcast. She's listened to a bunch of episodes. So now she knows me. She knows where I'm coming from. She knows how Lisa Page made me do it came about. She knows all the things. And that's such a huge compliment to me, especially coming from another podcaster. I'm really flattered, honestly, that they even mentioned me in their podcast. I've never even been a guest on somebody else's podcast. <laughs> I guess I don't have very many guests on mine either, 
But I was just so appreciative and kind of fangirling a little bit yesterday when they, you know, talked about my little podcast. Again, their podcast is Swiping Up. They also have a Facebook group. You can search Swiping Up. And you might as well just save yourself a step and follow the girls now too. Spencer, so basic. Wendy Bean, basic. I love their handles. And Esther, so extra. (laughs) Their info will be in my show notes too. You know what's so crazy? I don't even know how many subscribers I have. Surely there's a way that I can tell, but I don't have anybody producing the show. I'm doing it all, people. I show prep my radio show and I produce my podcast. I mean, I do have a producer for my radio show. That show is what I make money from, not this podcast. This is just a fun thing on the side that I love doing. And like I've said this before, it's such an extension to the radio show. I only have a limited amount of time to get into all the stuff that I really, really want to talk to you about. Do you think I want to sit here and intro another Jonas Brothers song? No. That's why this podcast is like the best thing ever. I love having this creative outlet. I love it. And I love you for listening. And so I think that's going to wrap up the show. As always, my Skype line is 972-890-9467. I will never, never pick up. Just letting you know. So there's no risk. Call and leave me a message. You don't even have to call about whatever topic we're talking about. If you just want to tell me what the hell you've been doing while self-isolating, Seriously, enlighten me. I welcome all calls, even the ones from prison. I swear on my kids, someone keeps calling me from prison. But the caller ID never says state penitentiary calling. It's just some random number. If I knew it was the prison, I would answer because hello, is it Joe Exotic calling? It's a mystery. They're the mystery prison caller. <laughs> all right. Um, that's about it. Everything that I talked about on today's podcast will be in the show notes, also information on Slim Shots. It'll be in the show notes. If I get one more question about a Slim Shot, y'all have Google. Why don't you just Google? I swear, anything I've ever wondered about, the first thing I do is pull up Google. Here's the thing. If you ask me a question that I know I already answered in a story, you're calling yourself out, babes, because you're telling me that you didn't watch my full story. And believe me, I've been like that too. I'll watch somebody's story and immediately like, message asking a question or respond and then dummy me I watch the next four stories and that person has explained it laid it all out all the information that I wanted to know that I just stupidly asked the person she just answered in the next five stories so all I'm saying is if you're on Instagram and I'm talking about something please don't immediately click and message me a question watch the full story and chances are I will have an answer for you and you will not have to message me. I mean, unless you just want to message me, that's cool too. I'm always up for making new friends. You know that. So don't be shy. Drop me a line. My song of the week is sponsored by COVID-19 because without COVID-19, I would have never discovered this movie. If my kids weren't home all damn day taking breaks because homeschooling sucks, Ainsley would have never come across the adorable movie from Disney. I had no idea Zombies 1 or 2 even existed and then she came in and played me this song and I'm freaking hooked y'all this song will just take me to church here you go someday I know we might be crazy but did you hear the story I think I heard it vaguely a girl and a zombie oh tell me more boy sounds like a fantasy oh what could go so wrong with a girl and a zombie we're from the perfect paradise and I'm living on the Oh, I got a feeling if you get to know me. Right from the start, you caught my eye, and something inside me came to life. Oh, I got a feeling if you get to know me. Someday, this could be.
I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'm so sorry, but y'all, I just can't even get enough this damn song. One thing you need to do before this stupid quarantine's over is watch Disney Zombies. You will thank me. I love y'all. Have the best week ever. And I will talk to you tonight on Pop Crush Nights. And next week, right back here for another fun-filled episode of the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. Bye.